0: cast. Uh, We are going to be talking about spoilers. So, story, quest, anything like that. uh, Plot. So, key thing. Don't listen if you don't want anything spoiled. Or if you're a little afraid. We're just not holding anything back. We might even spoil things to each other. Although, we'll try not to do that. But um, So, yeah. This is just no holds barred. So, with that, that fair warning. Welcome. Thank you for listening. Um, So, yeah. Shalene. Why don't you start and why don't you just give me a rundown of your character and what you've done in the story so far so I know how to tiptoe around mine?
1: Okay. Well, I have kind of put away my Jon Snow character for a while and I'm running through with my female character. And uh, she's level 23 right now, I believe. And as far as the main story, I have gotten as far as Freeing Nick Valentine. And, uh, that's, that's as far as I am in the main storyline. And I've done a number of side quests otherwise.
0: Okay. So, um, how did you like the whole Nick Valentine quest?
1: I really enjoyed it. I, uh, okay. So it's very interesting. You hear from all these different people that Nick Valentine is the guy to see, you know, he's this, you know, awesome detective. He will, if anybody can find your boy, it's him. Yeah. So, uh, it was such a shock when you get there, and he's a synth.
0: Yes, yeah, very much so. I, uh, I thought that everyone hated them, and then right. come to find out, he's kind of accepted.
1: And he lives in Diamond City, right? Yes, and yeah. they're just crazy with the the racism against the synths. And uh, you know, yeah I,
0: I I, yeah, I haven't seen much racism towards synths.
1: Yeah. I, I feel like, I guess just because of Piper, you know, and, and the Institute, you know, and, and
0: yeah, I think they're a little more nervous about the people who look, the, the synths who look like people and not so much like an actual right. Mark two. Right. Cause I think he's a Mark two. I don't think he's a Mark one, but I think he's a Mark two synth. Um, or at least he's a prototype of, of, of a few, as he says, but yeah, I really enjoyed that. Um, I found that the submachine guns, though, are a little obsolete very early on in the game. I hate
1: them. I hate them.
0: Yeah. I did find one that was pretty cool, the Spray and Pray. It was silenced, and it had a drum mag, and the bullets c- exploded on impact. Very cool. And that was really rad. Actually, uh, some, like, drugged out, like, arms dealer sold <laughs> sold it to me, like, walking around the outskirts of Diamond City.
1: So let's roll back a little bit. Sure. Um, mama Murphy, did you give her Uh, any drugs?
0: I think once and everyone hated it. Right. Except for me. I was really confused.
1: I gave mama Murphy some drugs and this was in the very beginning. As soon as I got that crew back to sanctuary. Okay. And, uh, she's like, you need to find the bright hot.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Which I was like, okay, that's the railroad. (laughs)
1: And then you find Valentine's office and there's a neon heart.
0: Really? I didn't. Yes. Know, I did not notice that. A
1: big pink neon heart above his door.
0: I did not even notice that.
1: It was so cool. She's like, you know, the key to your destiny is the bright heart. Huh. And it's it's Nick Valentine's office.
0: I did not even I didn't even there's know that.
1: So many different roads leading you to Valentine. There's Mama Murphy, and then um, you go to to Diamond City, and the people there tell you, you know, talk to Valentine. Right. But another alternate route to get there is through Good Neighbor. And uh, have you have you been to the Memory Den?
0: I have been there. Um, I have been there because of the story.
1: Okay. Well, if you go to the Memory Den and uh, you ask the lady. Um, the lady who doesn't sweep her floor, uh, and you use the memory den, (laughs) it puts you through the memory again of your spouse's death. Ah. And, uh, after that, she's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry that happened to you. You know, if I'd known that was the memory it was going to bring, I would have told you no, but you should talk to Nick Valentine.
0: Oh, that's impressive. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I wonder if, so I found the railroad. Have you found them yet? I have. Okay. That's, um, we were talking earlier in, uh, episode 20 about that puzzle with the markers. And I think that's the puzzle you're talking about. The one. Yes. That you opened up, I felt yeah, so dumb. The one I had to guess at. Um, I think, don't they lead you to Valentine as well? Or do they just start giving you quests to save synths right off the bat? I, I don't forget. know. I found
1: okay. them and then, just uh, ran away. that Guy in the cool shades, I'm supposed yeah. to talk to him, yeah, and I haven't
0: done that yet, okay, he those okay, so I've only done I think one quest through them at this point, but it was so much fun, yeah, um, you had to meet like a a special person and give like a code word to him, and then they like led you to a synth who you had to like wait for another contact and then like get them to a safe house, and it's very much like. Underground railroady I, I don't know it was really cool um, how that played out, but I haven't really done much in in the realm of their quest lines I've spent more time working with the brotherhood mm-hmm. who I'm going to have to turn on because really yeah because I was talking to Paladin dance and um you know for those of I don't know if many of you know, but I'm sure if you're listening to this you know the more that you work with a. Uh, companion they some of them have uh, quest lines that that unlock yeah, paladin like Dan- personal stories right paladin dance was you traips around the wasteland looking for his lost unit <clears throat> excuse me looking for a lost uh, brotherhood of steel squad and you find them eventually and, and and stuff happens uh but uh after that he tells you a story about why he's so mean to people he just meets he He just meets, and it's because have you heard the story? Did he tell you this yet?
1: No, I don't have him as a follower yet,
0: okay, so what happens what do you, do you mind if I tell you like it's not spoilery as far as like his quest line, but um, it's just his backstory, so
1: yeah, don't spoil anything big, but little spoilers are fine
0: yeah he so his he ended up having to uh kill his best friend. Um, because they were, they were injected with FEV. Oh. And at that point I realized, I know that, I know who has my son. Do you know who has your son yet? Mm-mm. Okay, so I know who has my son. And if I think what the twist is, is going to be the, I know what the protocol for the brotherhood is. And I can't, like deal with this so i'm gonna go along with the brotherhood until i have to turn on them um so yeah i i have a feeling that i'm gonna to have to i'm gonna have a decision to make so very
1: interesting
0: yeah so i'm I've mu- gotta
1: progress the story farther
0: yeah i'm much farther in the story i've confronted the man who you see take your child in the beginning um, so
1: let's talk about that beginning um okay have we really talked about that at all?
0: I I don't think we have because um, I think Greg on our last episode on um, one of our episodes kind of kind of dropped the the bomb on that you have to go find your son, <laughs> and, right? And that was highly edited out of the opening sequence in the E3 trailers and other trailers. But yeah, so you know, as we all know by now, you get lowered into the vault before the shockwave hits, and you survive, except in during your cryo sleep your son is taken and your wife is killed and there it's, you know, the guy looks at you and says, uh, you know, we still have the backup. So you can suspect that they're taking your son for a reason.
1: Yeah. Like nefarious purposes.
0: And they could use you too for whatever reason that is. I I don't know. I don't know the reason yet. I haven't gotten that far, but I do know who has my son and I, like I said, I've already confronted that guy. So, yeah, it's – it's what I have a hard time with is like – because I'm a dad. So, I just watched my son get taken and now you step out into the world and the game is like, go explore and have fun. But you're like, I need to go save my child. Yeah. It's like, no, build a settlement. Like, raise livestock and plant gardens. And it's like – but I – I have to go save my son. And then you just find yourself doing other <laughs> things. But I feel... No, I was going to say, like, I do find that I feel like I have to be strong enough because I definitely know that they're keeping him alive, like based off the fact that they need him for something. Mm-hmm. So they're going to take care of him. I know that he's going to be fine when I find him. So I'm not necessarily worried about him getting hurt. Um, So I find myself taking more time building up my character so that way I can go in and get him back without any trouble. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, so you'll be ready.
0: Right, right. So it's kind of a risky way to do this, I think. I mean, in real life, I don't think I would be this risky. Well, in real life, face it, I probably would be screwed. But um, uh, yeah, I'm taking a little bit more time, but I've been progressing the story much quicker than I ever did with like fallout three or new Vegas.
1: I feel like the seriousness of Bethesda's story storylines is frequently at odds with the way that you play Bethesda
0: games. Yeah.
1: Because like as much as we love the stories in these games, the reason why we play is, you know, just derping around, you know, that's, yeah, that's where the real meat of these games is. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like this story in particular, it's, it's, uh, it's got this gravitas and maybe part of that is that your own character is voice acted. And it's very at odds with like, Oh, build a settlement. Like you were saying, <laughs> plant a garden. Right. And like, I feel a little weird about the fact that they added companion romance into it.
0: That's um, true, they did.
1: Because, like, it's only been, like, a week since I saw my husband get shot in the head. And now I'm <laughs> flirting with McCready. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's that's a little weird to me. Um, yeah. And I want to do the companion romances because I, I really like that in Bioware games. And I want to yeah. see, you know, all that the, the game has to offer. But story-wise, it feels a little weird to me.
0: Yeah, you're right, and and I haven't flirted with any of them because, frankly, I've just taken male companions. I haven't really mm-hmm. taken a female companion yet because, I don't know, none of them, like, the only ones I've found have been Piper and Kate. And it's um, awesome. Well, like, she's very, like, up close and personal, and I'm not, as far as combat style goes, and um, Piper doesn't really have a combat style. Yeah, So her I don't...
1: combat style is the the Oxford comma.
0: Yeah, so I don't really feel like... Babysitting, so my and that's Xbox not just s-
1: turned itself on and it's using internet it's <laughs> Skype call.
0: Um, so that is to say, I'm not down on having a female companion for the sake of them being female. It's just I haven't found one that's mm-hmm. been compatible with my playstyle. Um, I've been using McCready when I haven't been using Dance, and I haven't been using Dance ever since he told me that story. Um, McCready's pretty awesome. I did the first part of his quest, and he uh. He talks about how he was from Little Lamplight. He was the mayor that you find in Fallout 3. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty awesome because like, oh, that's so cool that they're touching. Like, well, the, the two worlds are touching. Um, but, you know, back to the the urgency of the story. You know, the one thing I was thinking about and my wife commented on, she was kind of laughing. So she's like, Fallout 3, you lose your father and Fallout 4, you lose your son. And she's like, I think someone there has some abandonment issues. <laughs> <laughs>
1: She's got a point. I was
0: like, maybe, yeah. But I was thinking about New Vegas, and that storyline definitely didn't give you the same sense of urgency. It definitely made you go, I'm going to go build to be the biggest BA I can and then Mm -hmm. go tear that guy a new one.
1: And you tore him a
0: new one halfway through the main storyline, and then it was just about building an army or whatever. Yeah, to
1: me, New Vegas felt like you got pulled into this thing that you never meant
0: to. Yeah, and it gave you the room to derp around, as you say. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like—I mean, Bethesda's great at writing emotional stories. I mean, Skyrim also gave you room to derp around. They didn't—they didn't make anything very time-sensitive. Um, but in Fallout Three, you could skip major story points. Like, you could go straight to the vault where your dad is in Tranquility Lane. You could, um, you know, you could just skip whole parts i know that in this game you can't per se but the urgency is much higher because it's such an intimate story um i kind of wish i kind of hope that after i find my son i'm halfway through the story
1: that would be cool because
0: it's like oh i didn't necessarily have to spend all this time getting big it's just you know i i don't know how it's going to end but I don't know. It's it's kind of hard knowing that my son is still out there, and yet I'm looking for screws.
1: Yeah, I understand. It's uh, I feel the same way about it. Like I, I and like in Fallout Three, looking for your dad. Like at least your dad's a grown up. You know, he knows what he did. Right. Um, and you you've lost your baby in this game, and that makes it a different a different dynamic. For sure,
0: right, and I think at this point you don't know how you don't know when he was taken and in, in cryoed, you don't, do, right? Okay, yeah,
1: no, I uh, I feel like a lot of the dialogue options are indicating that my character believes that the, the kid is still a, a baby, yes. My personal feeling is that I'm gonna find him and he's a 90 year old man.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not quite sure of his well. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure I know his age. But um so to tell you where at, to to tell you where I'm at in my story. So I found Valentine, I went with him to the memory den. And um that was only okay. after that was only after I described what happened to me in the vault. So you rescue him and you get back to his, his uh detective agency and you describe to him what happened in the vault, you describe to him the guy, everything like that. He leads he you know he helps you investigate um, who that might be and you end up finding the guy and um, confronting him and in my storyline I confronted him and ended up getting his pistol if that tells you how that went down yeah Um, and so I've been using his pistol and it's awesome whenever I go loud and then I go to the memory den do some things there to try to figure out how to find the people who have my kid at the moment.
1: So the memory den's a place you keep returning to then.
0: Well, it's a place that I went to for the first time in the storyline, but you can go there. I, I didn't know you could go there and, and check your own memories out. Like I haven't, I haven't done anything there that hasn't included the story. So you S- haven't done silver shroud. No, I haven't done that yet. I have the stuff for it. Like I went through that comic shop and got hubris the, comics. Yeah. Hubris comics. And I got the prop and the clothing and the script. But I haven't really done anything with it.
1: How about Grognak's Axe, man? Have you used that at all?
0: No, but...
1: (laughs) Okay, I was in Dunwich right before we started recording, and uh, I had Grognak's Axe and some power armor, and I was one-handing Grognak's Axe.
0: That's awesome. Did you get the (laughs) outfit?
1: I did, yeah, I did get the outfit. Yeah, I've got it in a a drawer. I would like to get mannequins to be able to display them, but...
0: Yeah, I don't know if you can or not. I haven't seen anything. I mean, there's mannequins in the game, but I don't know if you can.
1: I don't think it's an option. Like in Skyrim, you could get the armor stands.
0: Yeah, hello, modders.
1: Yeah, um, I'm sure that'll come. Okay. Silver Shroud is a, a really fun quest to do. I, I recommend doing that.
0: Can you start it by finding the radio beacon that you see? Like, because I've been walking around the Commonwealth and I pick up like a Silver Shroud radio.
1: Yeah, if you listen to the Silver Shroud radio station, it's a radio program, like uh, Herbert Uh, Daring Dashwood, except uh, it's the Silver Shroud. Okay. And uh, the guy who runs that radio station is headquartered in the memory den.
0: Oh. All right.
1: So you talk to him, and that's what really begins the quest line.
0: All right, I'll have to do that because it's weighing me down.
1: Yeah, I just just finished that up, and uh, actually... uh, I would recommend to our listeners, if there's anybody listening that hasn't done this, to do that earlier on in the storyline because uh, the armor that you get uh, for that quest is pretty solid one piece of armor, um, you know, so you don't have to be equipping a chest piece, a leg piece, a leg piece. Ah, uh, Okay. But I think at the point where you are in the story, Rick, I think that armor would not do you a ton of good.
0: Well, it depends because like I like I was pointing out in episode 20, all I really wear is military fatigues and three pieces of leather. Like I don't mm-hmm. have much um, damage protection at all. Yeah. So, um, it might do me good. I have no idea. I've been like looking for armor and clothing that like helps with sneak and stuff but there really isn't it's so specific that you have to kind of get lucky uh you yeah can make, there's like, the
1: shadowed pieces and the muffled pieces
0: yeah i make things shadowed and 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 stuff like that but um other than that i haven't really found like a specific outfit for sneaking or like a sniper ghillie suit or anything like that mm-hmm. so i don't think those things exist um there's like the assault gas mask which is like a gas mask with a really cool green hood. Like I wish you could get the green hood and without the gas mask. Right. So, I you know, there's definitely a lot more clothing options, but I've been like I feel like I'm still searching for that right armor set, but I think I've got what I really want right now. I was I was dressed in a Brotherhood of Steel fatigue set which gave me like uh like it gave me energy weapon and damage resistance and rad resistance, but Again, I'm not really favored on the Brotherhood at this point in time, mm-hmm. so I kind of switched out to just standard military fatigues, a beret and uh leather leather stuff. yeah
1: I actually was still wearing my vault suit when I switched to the silver shroud armor. I had modded my vault suit a bit to add some protection oh, yeah, and I was wearing that with some combat armor and uh until I found the silver shroud suit now I'm wearing that that's all, awesome. and I've got McCready uh in some fatigues and some armor.
0: Yeah, I have to, I have to do like more character outfitting. I I forget that I can give them stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. And, I was sorry to lose his cool duster, but um, he was dying so fast.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'd, that happened to me. I spawned into a a place where two sentry bots opened up on both of us, and I caught an averta bird to get me out. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's one thing that I noticed. It have you progressed? far enough with any faction to get their benefits yet no okay so
1: i've just been like wandering around finding stuff
0: okay so let me tell you about this this is pretty rad with the brotherhood of steel like in the e3 demo you saw that you were flying in a vertebrate yeah at a certain point with the brotherhood of steel you get vertebrate smoke grenades that you can toss down and a vertebrate will land and then you get in the vertebrate and tell it where to go so like you pick up a waypoint on your map like a location and it'll fly you there and on the way there you can shoot the minigun however i wish there was like a stop command like a hover Mm -hmm. where you could just tell the vertebrate to hover so you can like shoot and stuff because i find like you know anyway then you get a flare gun where you can shoot a flare up and minutemen can come to your rescue if there's any i guess i
1: do have the flare gun i haven't used it though because i feel like the Minutemen are are kind of losers, you know? <laughs> I, I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean like if I call them for help, they're just going to come get killed.
0: Yeah, that's that's my feeling. So what I do, there's a settlement that you can take over and I'm forgetting the name of it right now. Oh, the castle. And um, you can set up artillery now. Like once you unlock that, you can set up artillery and then you get smoke grenades that call on artillery strikes that's really cool holy crap they're devastating but you really have to plan out where you want it in like you have to catch the enemies by surprise because if they're moving they'll just run out of the the aoe and it it won't be effective like i was on an island i was talking about this before there's a it's full of Mirelurks, and there's a way you can get them all to go away, but I didn't think about doing that um, before they all spawned and attacked me when I started up a generator. Mm-hmm. And a Mirelurk Queen, like a Mirelurk King that was legendary, and then like a glowing Mirelurk Hunter, and then all this other stuff was just like pouring out of everywhere. And the Mirelurk Queens give off hatchlings, and it's just, it was just a mess. And like, I kept. I I threw like an artillery smoke grenade and she just walked past it by the time oh, by, the, no. by the time they started firing. And I wasn't going to run through that barrage to get her to go back through it because I was going to die. And at that point mm-hmm. I had five artillery guns firing and it was like just a s incredible salvo of destruction, but it it definitely was not effective. So you have to be smart when you use them. Um and then you can use them over the entire map. You just have to have them built in the right settlements because you can build them in any settlement you want. Um, so, yeah, those are the, the benefits that you get. I, I really enjoy the Vertibird. It's a fun way to fast travel.
1: I like it.
0: Yeah. So, um, But, yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at with the story anyway. is is um. Oh, oh, I didn't finish where I'm at, too. So, let's see. After I took care and confronted that one guy from... You know, that took my kid. I went to the memory den with with Nick Valentine. And that led me to the Glowing Sea Mm -hmm. to find somebody there. And that place is creepy. There are children of Adam in in the actual crater. Mm -hmm. They're psychos. And um, those actually aren't bad guys. The ones that you find out in the wasteland usually tend to fight you. But... um, there was this one like military base that was full of nuclear weaponry. And it was really strange. I didn't really find anything good there. But it was just, just a really weird building shape. It was like a pyramid. Um, and then uh, after I found the guy in the Glowing Sea, I had to go take down something for the story quest. And that mission was fun because you you get to... You get to clear out a building of gunners mm-hmm. at the same time this thing is fighting them as well, so they 're like in a constant state of confusion, but it just feels very you feel very like close to finding your son, so for me, it was like I was kind of just running through the enemies. I had power armor on from coming out of the glowing sea, and i had uh uh what did I have? I think I had some sort of shotgun that I was just blasting through these gunners and just running through all their bullets and eating them up. And <laughs> it was pretty impressive, but that's kind of where I'm at. I, I just finished that part of the mission and I'm not quite sure what I have to do now. Cause I haven't checked the the data on the, on the quest, but um, you end up on this really high tower and I love power armor. Cause you can just jump off of anything and survive. Oh, so cool. And
1: the, the like shock wave it sends out when you hit, it's awesome. Yeah. It feels really cool
0: mm-hmm so so yeah I mean that's pretty much where I'm at in the quest um or in the main story uh and yeah I can't think of any can't think of any quests that were memorable at this point that I want to talk about
1: well I have a few really cool side things yeah, to talk about talk about it tell me Rick how do you feel about Travis the uh the Diamond City Radio DJ
0: uh he's kind of Strange, and he talks like this, and he's super scared all the time.
1: So yeah, kind of. Yeah, I hate that. I, uh, yeah, maybe. Um, I think we should do all of our ads next week in the Travis voice.
0: So, um, this ad is is sponsored by. So, I, don't, uh, I don't know if I should say.
1: We we don't we don't make uh any a lot of caps or uh re- really any. Um, but tweet audio, <laughs> <laughs> but if you hate Travis, you need to talk to the Russian guys in the hotel in diamond city,
0: the Russian guys.
1: Yeah. Have you been around diamond city much?
0: No, I, I need to explore that area more.
1: Okay. There's a place called the dugout Inn. oh in yeah, 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 yeah. And they're the bartender and the hotel guy are both Russians and, uh, and, uh, I, I don't want to spoil it, but go do that. And then we can talk about it next week.
0: Okay. But I, I imagine it takes care of Travis in some way, shape or form.
1: It does. Yeah. And, uh, I, I'm, I'm a fan of Travis. Yeah. I like
0: <laughs> okay.
1: So here's another one. Um, have you been to the top floor of the hotel in Good Springs?
0: Good Springs?
1: No. I wrote down Good Springs. You I mean, meant Good Neighbor. Good
0: neighbor. Uh no, I have not.
1: That's another place that you need to go. Add that to your list. Okay. I'm gonna say this is my number one favorite <laughs> Easter egg of Fallout 4 so far. Alright. And I, I don't want to spoil it for you. Okay. So do that so that we can talk about that next week. Alright. I all right. uh, I, it made me so happy, uh, doing that. (laughs) So happy. And, uh, Pickman's Gallery. Have you been there?
0: Yes, I have. That place is pretty awesome.
1: Oh my gosh, let's talk about Pickman's Gallery.
0: Okay. What struck you? Because it was just kind of a weird place for me.
1: Okay, so you walk in, and, uh... Okay, first off, I'm, like, trying to find the place. And I've been playing much sneakier and snipier than I, I traditionally do. And I had, uh, who did I have with me when I went in there? I think it might have been the dog. I think I had dog meat
0: okay.
1: the first time that I went. And, uh, so I'm, you know, sneaking along and I'm on these rooftops and I hear these raiders talking, and they're like, "What you think you can just hunt us down?"
0: Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> and these raiders are scared to death. Yeah, they are. And you get in there, and there's these crazy like p- paintings,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they're super like just bizarre. They're they're somewhat Lovecraftian, and also, uh. A little bit there's some hints of dolly in there mm-hmm. and um then you find a paint can full of blood and uh
0: yeah I thought- body
1: parts like they're statuary and
0: yeah the weirdly arranged dead bodies
1: mm-hmm. and so you go through all these raiders that are scared out of their minds And you get to Pikmin, and then then what did you do when you got to Pikmin?
0: Um, I was in sneak mode, so I helped take out the raiders for him, with him, Mm -hmm. and he gave me his key.
1: That is also what I did.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I got, I forget what I got, but it was a legendary, it was like a special.
1: special You get a knife called Pikmin's Blade. That's
0: it, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And uh, it causes bleeding damage. And uh, and you get a note that says, thanks, killer, <laughs> with a heart drawn in blood.
0: Yeah, he's a quaint fellow. I just left him in his little house to kill.
1: I did, too. I really liked Pikmin. And, like, I know I shouldn't have liked Pikmin. He's a monster.
0: But he's a monster, like, he's a monster of monsters.
1: Exactly. He's like Dexter. He's, he's stalking raiders.
0: Yeah. So it's kind of like... I mean, at this point in, in in time with the way things are in the world, it's kind of, like, acceptable. Mm-hmm. So. I,
1: I really liked Pikmin's Gallery. I thought that was a cool, cool side quest.
0: Yeah, it was pretty sure. awesome. Oh, I'll tell you one place that I found that was really interesting, and I don't know if it's a main thing at all. So, there's a water treatment plant um, somewhere on the west side of the map.
1: Was it on fire?
0: No. So, it was not, like, your water treatment plant in your vault. Um, but it was full of super mutants and it took me a little bit to clear out the, uh, the uh, exterior. And when I went inside, it was all flooded and there were a few milers running around. So I noticed there were these switches and I hit one of the switches and it started up a generator and it lowered the water. So I was like, okay, so I could go a little farther down and killed some more milers and hit another switch and the water lowered again. So I was like, okay, I read on a terminal somewhere that there are four emergency generators. So I was like, okay, so number three should be around here. Found three and hit that and the water lowered some more and found number four and hit that and the water evacuated completely down to the, to the bottom of it. So I was like, okay, I just unflooded this entire plant and I found this Mm -hmm. fifth switch and when I hit it, it made like the fallout success noise, like, you know, kind of yeah. the, like you did something good, but like nothing happened. And I didn't really get any good loot or anything. So I was like, this is weird. Like, I just did this thing and nothing really happened. So, like, I wonder if it's part of some other quest that I just jumped the gun on.
1: Maybe. So it's not. Yeah, it,
0: was, it just seemed like there was a lot going on to it. Than, like, And the payoff, at least maybe I missed it. I should go back and check. But it didn't seem like the payoff was worth the work in the sense of, like, a dungeon. Although it did feel like the water dungeon from, like, Ocarina of Time. but <laughs> Yeah, it <laughs> kind of sounds like that we with
1: the multiple to... <laughs> switches changing the water levels. Right.
0: So I was just like, okay, whatever. That was one of those, like, weird things that happened. Maybe I missed a door opening somewhere, so maybe I should go back and look. But uh, I find that, like, I kind of rush through buildings because I'm, I feel pressed for time for some reason. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think because I know that I don't have much time to play when I do play. So I tend to just skim. And that's probably bad.
1: Well, you know, there's always
0: second playthroughs. But, uh, but yeah, so um, we're at, like, 35 minutes right now. So we're going to go ahead and call this one a success. And we'll have another spoiler episode later on when Chalene progresses farther in the story so we can talk about, um, you know, we can kind of cap- catch up on each other's story and-, and talk about some of the decisions that we've made at this point. Um, and I will do better at writing down notes. <laughs> So I can have stuff to talk about. This was really fun. <laughs> yeah, it's it's nice to talk about Fallout 4 without any... You yeah, know, without
1: worrying about it.
0: Right. So, all right. Um, thanks for listening to our first spoiler episode. You can tweet at the show at FalloutOTR um, on Twitter. You can tweet at Shaleen at Shaleen L. You can tweet at me at Rick McVick all on Twitter. You can also email the show FalloutOTR at gmail.com. Let us know where you are. Um, if you know that you are ahead of us in the storyline or the ending, don't spoil it for us. Just keep it vague like I did for Jaleen. But let us know like, you know, what you thought of the beginning, some of the decisions you made, your favorite companions. Let's just talk about it and we'll have a dialogue. Um and yeah, so thank you for joining us. Have a good evening, guys.